0: What up, what up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of this photography podcast that I like to call, Oh Shoot. So much clearer now. Oh shoot! Getting a little bit higher. With every step I take, I'm getting good. Get oh, shoot! Getting a little bit better. I'm climbing to the top. Hi everyone, I'm Cassidy, your host of today's episode of Oh Shoot. I host every episode, by the way, in case you were wondering. I am super excited for today's episode. Um, it is all about finding your editing style, which is something that I wish I would have known about a little bit sooner in my photography career, so I'm going to give some tips and pointers to kind of help you figuring out your editing style or just, I don't know, help you get a little bit more of that consistency that you're looking for. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to ask if you could subscribe or follow or I don't know what... Um, You're listening to me on, but if you are listening to me on an app, I would love if you could follow subscribe. I am not super familiar with what each platform is. I think on Spotify it's follow. Um, so yeah, just go out of your way. If you want to keep hearing episodes from me and keep hearing more photography tips and photography stories and interviews and whatnot. Um, yeah, that's going to be the best place to make sure that you stay up to date with all new episodes. So we are going to jump right in to today's content because we don't need any silly business. We need to just get right into it. You need to find your editing style. So the first thing that I'm going to say about editing style is that editing is different for every person and how you find your style is different for every person. So these are just a few tips that have helped me and I feel like can help you, but there's no like five-step map that's gonna help you find your editing style it truly is a process so there are two terms that I feel like describe the different types of editing within photography and I don't love how um, different these types are because I feel like there's a lot of different styles but In general, there's two drastically different types of editing. There's light and airy, which can be described as like overexposed. Um, I don't know. It kind of sounds exactly like it's named light and airy. And then there's dark and moody, which is on the other end of the spectrum. Dark and moody is um, I feel like it gets a little bit of a bad rep because it's like all the images are really dark and really like grungy and you can't see anything, but um, I don't think that's the case with all dark and moody either. And I feel like those are very drastic ends of the spectrum and a lot of people fall in the in-between part of those two editing styles, so it's a little bit hard to use those terms. But for the sake of today's episode, we are going to use the terms light and airy and dark and moody because um, I feel like a lot of people understand that the best. So one of the first things that I did when I was trying to find my editing style was use words to kind of describe the edit that I wanted. Um, So this was kind of like a two-part thing for me. So the first thing that I did was I went and found a few other photographers that I really admired their work and their editing style. And I used those images as um, kind of like a way to visually describe the editing style that I wanted and then based on those pictures I found words that I was able to put with those styles. So For me, I find that my work is, um, I don't know, bold, warm. Um, Sometimes I feel like my work is pretty contrasted. And I also use the word creamy sometimes to describe my edits, which I don't know if that's like, it sounds more like food rather than editing. But, you know, that's just, you know, I feel like it goes well. So I'm going to use that word. So if you are listening to this and you're wondering... Um, how you can find your style or what things can help you find your editing style I think that this tactic is really really helpful um, because you're able to kind of I guess tune into like your creative eye and your creative preferences and put words to those styles that you like Um, and you know if you can't find anyone that edits exactly how you want that's okay you have every liberty to create your own editing style. That's kind of why it's called your editing style. So um, just using those pictures and using words to describe those images, that's really helped me because um, not only am I able to use that as I'm editing and kind of think about those words as I'm editing but I'm also able to literally use those words like in my branding so I can use like contrasted warm like those are things that I will tell people when they ask what my style is like so it's always good to kind of like get that style like those words in your brain before you start um just trying to figure out your editing style. You need like a place to start. And for me, this was a really helpful place to start. Something that also really helped me when I was finding my style. Um, and this is like, not actually like a step that you're going to like go out and do, but it's, well, I guess you do go out and do this. It's, it's basically just like, stop comparing yourself to other photographers, especially in your work like stop comparing other people's editing to your editing and I find that once I started doing that I was really able to um I don't know really appreciate my editing more and I felt like I have a, had a lot more like creative freedom to within my editing I didn't feel like I was stuck in a box I felt like I had a lot more ability to edit in different ways and I don't know, change my editing as I want to because at the end of the day it's my style, so I'm able to change my editing whenever I want to, which is nice. That's what's nice about um, you know, being our own captain of our own photography ship. Um, I'm literally never going to say that again. <laughs> okay, so um, so yeah, using words to describe your style. This was really helpful for me. I also, like I said, would suggest pulling in photos of other editing styles that you like and kind of using that as a base, like a really good place to start. So the next, um, couple of things that are going to help you find your editing style. Um, surprisingly, this has absolutely nothing to do with editing. Um, so there's three things that I feel like help you find your style. Um, some people, will take their images and they edit them and, you know, they have this great preset that they've made and the edit's perfect, but the photo itself is not the style that they want. So before you start focusing on editing style, it's really important to focus on shooting style and get those raw images the way that you want them. Then you can focus on editing, which is going to give you like in overall exactly the style you want. So when you are finding your shooting style, you should um, kind of like before, go find a few other inspiration pictures and use words to describe, I guess like the feeling and the posing and um, all of those things in the image that draw you to those images. So maybe you like that, All of these specific images are shot at golden hour. Maybe you really like how brown the image is overall or how green the image is. Maybe you like how authentic the posing looks. Those are all things that are going to dictate how the end result turns out. So with your shooting style, there's three things that kind of go into this lighting, location, and posing slash composition so a lot of people when they want consistency in their style it's not just editing you need consistency in your shooting as well so a big 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 aspect of consistency is lighting um for me i am very intentional about when i schedule my shoots so um i usually don't schedule my shoots Any earlier than like 6 p.m. or any later than like I guess 9 a.m. But I usually don't do like any early morning shoots, so that's kind of off the table. Um, And the reason that I only shoot towards like nighttime is because of golden hour, and I feel like the sun is just a little bit softer and it looks better on my subjects, but also matches the style that I want as well. So lighting is something to highly, highly consider when you are finding your style. And that's not just, um, like a certain time of day, you have to think about the location that you choose, how the lighting is going to look at that specific location. Cause if you have a beautiful, like mountainous backdrop, but the sun sets opposite of the mountain and you're going at sunset, your subjects are going to be like super um, like direct sun right in their face, which is a vibe. And you can do that. But I like to shoot backlit. And so that's not going to be ideal. So lighting is really, really important to finding your style. There's also location, which I'm kind of talking about right now. Location um, A lot of location is colors and a lot of the reason that people like specific types of images or like editing styles is because of the edit that was put on a specific location. So um, like I was saying earlier, some photos have more green in them, some photos have more Browns or more whites or darks. Um, those are all things to think about when you're choosing a location. If you want like a whiter and brighter background, I would suggest having open sky. As much as you can find open sky, that would be a great location that's going to give you that consistent shooting style. So if let's say open sky is your thing, that's what you like. I would suggest doing a lot of your shoots in open sky to kind of get that consistency within your work. Um, So it's going to be consistent with editing and um, shooting and then like consistent within the visual, like how all of your images look. So the way that your images look aren't just, it's not just affected by what preset you slap on there. It truly is like where you start, like how you start planning the session when you take the photos and then when you bring them into your editing software, that is when style comes through. So the other thing that is going to affect your shooting style is posing slash composition. And um, I talked about this a little bit about like authentic posing Whatever your style is, like whatever you like, you know, just do it. If you're into a little bit more stiff posing, that's 100% okay. That is your style. So um, posing and also composition has a lot to do with finding your style. Composition is, that's like the creative part of photography, right? That is how, literally how we set everything up to get that image. So all of the work that goes into lighting, location, outfits, um, all of those things are then captured with our composition. So I think composition is a really cool place to start storytelling. And if if your brand is a storytelling brand, um, that's going to be a very big part of your style as composition. There are different aspects of composition that I can get into, um, maybe in another episode, but composition is, um, it's going to be really, really important for your style. So on top of all of these things that are going to help you find your shooting style, now you are going to find your editing style. It's funny how, um, in photography, a lot of, um, the buildup of the final product is just like the back end of building things up and making sure that things function right. And things are how we want them. It's just, yeah, it's just a funny process and it takes a lot more time and planning than people realize. So next, um, for finding your consistent editing style, we are going to talk about editing now. It's not just going to be things leading up to editing. This is actually editing. So there's a few things that can help you find your consistent editing style. The first is having a solid and consistent base preset. Um, this can be something that you buy. It can be something that you make. Um, a preset is It's going to help you get a ton more consistency. Or a ton more, yeah, consistency. I'm word vomiting. A preset is going to give you that consistency in your photo that you want um and honestly just across your work in general i find that the reason that my editing looks super consistent is because i have a base that i'm starting with literally every single time without fail i'm using the same preset which is helpful for me because i it's like one less step i have to take so um with presets, um, like I said, you can buy them or you can make them. If you are going to buy a preset, I think it's really, really important to just do your research if you can. There are a lot of really great presets out there, but there are presets that um, don't work as well as they're advertised, which is honestly just kind of sucky. So um, if you're looking into buying presets, there's a few things that you can do just to make sure that The presets are legit and that they're actually going to be what you want. So the first thing that you can do is um, just kind of check through the reviews of those presets. uh, You know, if they're listed on Google or wherever, look at reviews, see what people are saying about them. If they have like an Instagram page or an Instagram hashtag, go through and look to see how other people's photos look with that preset because sometimes a preset's made and it works really well for the photographer who made it. But once it gets to other people and other people's raw photos, it just doesn't work. So that's something that you can do, um, to just make sure that it's going to be a good base for you. Um, you can also like, if you know someone that has the preset, send them some of your raws, see, what it looks like on your raws, which can help you kind of make a decision. So that is buying presets. Um, there are a lot of great presets out there. I have a preset pack that I really like and I use on all my photos, but like I said, do your research. Um, there are a lot of really great presets out there that can help you get the base that you want on your images. So the other thing that you can do to help you with your consistent editing style is making a preset. This is going to be a lot more difficult because not everyone is a Lightroom guru or is an expert in Lightroom. Like we all, we all know how to run Lightroom, right? Like we know how to tweak things and whatever, but do we, we don't really all know how to do all of the really intricate things with like tone curves and um hues and there's like so many other things like calibrations and stuff so I would recommend if you're making a preset really start to do your research on what each um tool in Lightroom can do because all of those tools and options in Lightroom collectively are going to make the preset So, um, if you're making a preset, I always, always start with the tone curves. I don't know why it's just what I do. I feel like the tone curves give me the look that I'm going for. And then the other things can kind of just like, I don't know, they just kind of enhance the stuff that I did with the tone curves and I can, um, use like the exposure settings and stuff to really tweak what I did with my color tone curves and the just normal tone tone curve. So if you're making a preset, do extensive research on what everything c- does and what how everything functions and stuff before you just jump right into it. You are going to want a really, really good base for your editing. Like I said, your editing style can change. So maybe you find a base preset that works really well for you now, but then in three months it doesn't. And that's okay. You can go in and change that preset and start to tweak it to get how you want it to look. There's a few things in Lightroom that I feel like really affect how presets look. The first is, um, I think it's called color grading. It used to be called split toning. Um, and I think that split toning slash color grading is super crucial for presets and a lot of people don't know how to use it or just don't use it. So, if you are making a base preset, I would highly recommend looking into color grading to see how it's going to affect your image. Also, like I said, tone curves highly affect and change your images as well. So that's something that you can mess around with. Um, I think that's basically it for those are the main things when I make presets that I mess around with. Um, especially with colors, I feel like, Color grading really affects it. And also just like, honestly, like the hue sliders, like they really, really change an image. So there are a few Lightroom hacks that you can do to make sure that your editing looks consistent across the board. We, you know, just covered a base preset and kind of covered all the things leading up to editing. But once you're in editing and you're like doing the thing, that is also room for error and room for you to start to see inconsistency within your editing style. So I'm going to tell you a few ways that I maintain consistent edits as I'm going through a gallery. The first thing that I do is I will actually pull in a few photos from previous sessions I've done. Um, And these sessions are um, sessions where I really like the editing or feel like the editing represents the style that I want. I'll pull those into Lightroom with the rest of my images from the session that I'm editing. So, you know, I'll have 70 raw images from my session and maybe like five edited images that I've um, edited in the past. So the reason that I do that is because I want something to reference as I'm editing. So I want to see how my skin tones look in comparison to another photo that I've edited in the past. I want to see how my blues look in comparison to something else that I've edited. How my warmth, temperature, you know, all of that stuff. I am able to see how it looks next to something I've done previously when I literally have it in Lightroom and I'm able to reference it. So, um, if you use Lightroom, there's a little, um, thing in the corner that says RA and it's literally reference view is what it's called. So you can pull up one of those images and have it next to all of the images that you're editing. So each image you can kind of compare. The other thing that I will do to maintain consistency within my editing is copying and pasting my edits which sounds simple but some people like don't do this and I think it's really important so the easiest way to do this is literally hit command c once you get your edit to how you like it on one of the images and then go to the next image and command v which is paste you can literally change and tweak a few of the settings as you need but I find that um as groups of my photos are being edited like the lighting is so similar it's like literally identical so my copy and paste translates over super well I hardly even have to tweak anything which is you know just less work for me so that is one way that you can maintain consistency you can also sync your settings in Lightroom which is a little bit more I don't know why I view it like this but I just feel like it's a little bit more intense um it's I don't know, when you sync like a bunch of photos at once, I just, I don't know, it's just scary to me. I feel like I have more control if I just copy and paste every single photo. So if you're feeling adventurous, what you can do is edit the first image of, let's say 15 images all shot in the same um, getting ready space. You edit the first image, get it exactly how you want it, select all of the 15 images after it, and hit sync in Lightroom. You can pick and choose the settings that you want it to sync over and it'll sync like exactly all of the edits that you made. Honestly, once you do that, you just have to go through each of those photos individually to see how well it translated over. Most of the time I'm making tweaks to almost every image anyway. But sometimes if the lighting is super, super similar and it's just like a change of pose, This can be really, really helpful and save you a lot of time. So that's another thing that you can do to maintain consistency within your editing. The last thing that I do, and I don't know if I've ever heard of anyone else doing this. I might just be like a crazy person for doing this, but this is very small. I just, in Lightroom, edit on a white background, which, you know, life hack here, guys, edit on a white background. It's (laughs) like, this is not like mind blowing news, but I think when I first got Lightroom, Lightroom defaulted and gave me like a light gray background or something and I don't know it just wasn't doing it for me I was like something's weird so I found out I was able to change the color and when I change the color to white I'm actually able to see how the whites in my image look next to true white so this is really helpful because I shoot with a lot of open sky so I can tell if my image is a little bit too warm because next to a white backdrop, my white neutral sky is almost like a beige color. So then I'll know, oh, I have to, you know, fix this. However you fix that either in color grading or temperature whatever. So that's just something that's been really helpful for me. I'm able to get consistent neutrals in my photos. And then that usually gets me the consistent edit that I want in all of my images. Um, something else, this is just like, me rambling I think at this point but something else that helps with my consistency is temperature and tint which I'm trying to say temperature and tint because it affects skin tone so I have this vision in my head of the skin tone that I want and I'll change temperature and tint basically until I get to that point where the skin is the like warmth that I desire in my brain Um, So it's kind of like I'm just picturing it and then I'm raising my temperature and tint. And then once I get to that point where my skin tone looks how it looks in all of my photos, then I won't really change temperature and tint at all for the rest of my session, which is why I will shoot on, I think it's shade. I shoot on the same white balance literally the entire time I'm shooting because I won't ever have to change my white balance, um, like my temperature in Lightroom, like ever. Because once I change it once, I just am copying and pasting those same settings on the next images. And if my white balance is the same for all of those images, that means the temperature is going to need to be the same too. So it's just another one less step that you have to do in Lightroom and it honestly makes editing so much easier. Okay, so I'm just gonna leave this right here. I feel like in a nutshell, this pretty well explains how I would get my editing style consistent if I was a brand new photographer starting from square one. So I hope that this was really, really helpful for you. Stay tuned for more episodes, guys. I have, you know, tons of content coming up, tons of really fun guests. And like I said, if you like this podcast, make sure to give me a follow or a subscribe or turn on those notifications to make sure that you get notified when new episodes come up. Also, if you're not following me on Instagram, please go and do that because that is where I announce like literally anything that's new within my business or anything that's going on. So if you want, you know, just a little bit in of an inside scoop on the life of me, that's, that's where you're going to find it guys. All right. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys have a great day. Expose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shutters. Capture the moment keep my sanity. Wisdom rushing in So much clearer now shoot. Getting a little bit higher With every step I take I'm getting good Getting a little bit better I'm climbing to the top Never gonna stop I'm getting good, oh